0: Welcome everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I'm Anthony Irwin, as always, joined by Aaron Larsoul. Uh, Aaron, yes. you so we recorded the lounge last night, mm-hmm. and then usually after we do something like that, they we just kind of like you know fart around for five, ten, fifteen minutes, right? And then we all go our separate ways, right. but last night we record. And you immediately dip. And it made me text you like, hey, man, are you okay? Like, are yeah, you yeah. all right? And yeah. you were like, ah, I'm just kind of tired, whatever. Yeah. And um, I would say maybe about an hour or so later, an incredible Twitter night started <laughs> happening. And I know how much you love those Twitter nights. So I actually thought about texting you like, hey, man, you might not want to miss this.
1: <laughs> so, Yes. One of my favorite things on planet Earth, look, Twitter is a hellscape. um, Yeah. And I'm sure I will hear about it from the only person on Twitter. I don't even know what their handle is. But my arch nemesis on Twitter, the person that hates me the most on Twitter, um, is somebody that has Anthony Irwin Stan in their bio. So (laughs) I'm sure I will hear about this uh, from him or her. I actually don't know. Um, But Twitter is a hellscape. and but still one of my favorite things is the intersection of black Twitter and NBA Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, and when a night like last night, when something happens where those two things intersect and, uh, every, everybody gets to just fire off jokes. As long as it was incredible, as long as you or something you care about are not the butt of those jokes. (laughs) It is an incredible (laughs) happening. Uh, so I did, I did wake up and, and saw some of it last night. And then, uh, Fully caught up on it this morning, but yeah, there was, it, it was, it was quite enjoyable. And when the butt of the joke happens to be, well, I mean, I guess in this case it's two of my least favorite people, but my least favorite basketball person, or one of my least favorite basketball people is Chris Paul. So uh when it is directed at him, yeah, it's, it's, it was pretty funny.
0: I think technically the butt in this one is still Kim Kardashian, but I mean, that's just, you
1: know, did you, were you attempting at all, yeah. that pun? Is that what Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, that okay. was, that was a, that right. was a okay. you know, right. maybe it's one of mess but
0: not one um, of your best,
1: not one of your best, but okay. No. Uh,
0: all right. So yeah, for, for full context last night, um, right. You know, basically the second to last, I think, tweet that Kanye fired off before Elon Musk, uh, kicked him off Twitter all over again. But um, I think
1: this time permanently. No, I don't know. I, I, It's hold on. Let me just say this: Fuck you, Kanye. How about that? Let me let's start there. Fuck you, Kanye. Well, so that's the thing. Now let's move on.
0: That's the thing. Is that so? Like the last, the second to last tweet that he sends off after a thirteen-hour session of anti-Semitism, and and at one point tweeting out a swastika inside of the Star of David. Um, What finally gets him kicked off is 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 making fun of Elon, which is just. If I could just summarize 2022, (laughs) that's it right there. Kanye West goes on an entire anti-Semitic, like a week long, a week's worth of anti-Semitism, then hops on Twitter, carries out on over uh, onto Twitter, and what finally gets him kicked off is not the anti-Semitism. Nope, what gets him kicked off is making fun of Elon Musk. That's it. Like, yeah, (laughs) unbelievable. but, so but I, guess yeah. so anyway, well, I guess
1: here's the here's the thing though, because all of the the horrible garbage that he was spewing was not actually on Twitter. The the, the clips of it and the video of it was on all mm-hmm. over Twitter. But him actually what actually got him caught kicked off was something on Twitter, was him doing things on yeah. Twitter. So I, I um, guess that distinction is fair. Well, but, well no, again, but like the, the you, thing that Kanye, he did. Fuck you.
0: The thing, like the thing that he did, two tweets before he finally got kicked off, wasn't what got him kicked off. What got him kicked off was the Elon tweet. Mm-hmm. He fired off the Swatzik up well before that, and had enough time to send off an, another couple of tweets. But I don't, know, I don't want to get into like the serious stuff there. No, no, no. The-
1: I, let me just let me say this. My, I, I, had one tweet on the subject, and I, and look, my, my tweets don't get a whole lot of interaction normally. I don't think this one did either. But I was proud of this one because I think it encapsulates it correctly. If you are in any way defending anything about Adolf Hitler, stop it. You're doing yeah. it wrong. That's it.
0: Right. That's right. it. Um, no. I <laughs> Objectively true. So uh, Kanye, though, the second to last tweet that he sends, is <laughs> throws it out there. And apparently he caught Chris Paul and Kim Kardashian together, which... Yeah. Like, yeah. As soon as that came across the timeline, it was not Chris Paul was trending at one point, and then and then Cliff Paul was trending at one point. It, yeah. <laughs> and it was just an incredible night. And yeah. as it was all going on, I fired off my couple jokes. I missed, but I missed as, most of it. You're right. Yeah. As as it was going on, I'm thinking like, man, Aaron would I, love
1: this because so of my all two of the central figures yes. here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Chris Paul first of all. I mean look I don't want the man's like no I, I don't want the man's like marriage ruin. like I I, I dislike basketball Chris Paul right like I the yeah. man I don't and I, I think he's a bad teammate and I think he's like he's a prick but like I don't know the man well enough to actually wish ill on him in real life I just dislike basketball Chris Paul Yeah, kind of like James Harden right like I don't know James Harden really I've met him a handful of times I don't really know the man. I dislike my, my hatred is basketball hatred, which is like a different thing. I don't actually root against these people in real life. Yeah. So I don't want like any negative consequences for Chris Paul in real life. But as far as basketball, he is, I think the person I like the least. So I really would have enjoyed it. And from what I've gone back and read the receipts of, (laughs) it doesn't quite get to the level of my three favorite, uh, Twitter, yeah, NBA Twitter nights, but it's like in the discussion. My three favorite Twitter nights are or de- episodes, days, whatever. are, I think it was before Ooh, Game is a good Seven, topic. Uh-huh. I think it was before Game Seven of the 2016 finals. And Amin El Hassan started doing this thing where, uh, where fam- famously, Harrison Barnes just was like turned into, I don't know, basically Russell Westbrook as a jump shooter mm-hmm. in those finals, and so. Uh, Amin did this thing like describe harrison barnes uh his performance as a as a movie title uh. so people were tweeting him like chitty chitty clang clang because he was oh. just missing her. or <laughs> "o of 13 going on 30 or oh four thirteen going on 30 yeah. anyway so that's one of them the other another one is uh when steph i think it was the, the fours, maybe when Steph released his shoes and everybody was just,
0: the dad gardening <laughs> shoes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes. The me, I speak to your talent. manager, sixes, but just were roasting it. And then the, if they um, came out now,
0: they'd be the January sixes. Whoa.
1: <laughs> and then the, uh, the, the, I think it was Yeah. The rockets and clippers. Uh, yeah. Like searching, like going through tunnels in Staples center, trying to get it, trying to get at each other. <laughs> oh so my God. Are, I think See, my that's th- my
0: personal favorite. I think those the are my best three part favorite. about that one. The best part of that, about that one. I'm glad you mentioned it. Was that the, the Rockets sent Clint Clink Capella as like it's like a Trojan em-
1: horse, right, the emissary?
0: Yes. <laughs> like a, like a decoy or a Trojan horse. <laughs> while Chris Paul was
1: taking him some some right. back, he's, he's knocking on the front door while they're trying to get around the back through some tunnels that only Chris Paul knows because of his time. <laughs> yeah, that was. It was so good.
0: Chris Paul is like cl- has them climbing through vents. They see the money that Doc Rivers left. Oh, you're yeah, right. <laughs> right the, in the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. That so oh, good. Man. the other one,
1: by the way, that's also kind of similar to that. The other one that I forgot Ooh. about, that's probably in fourth place, is um when uh when Mark DeAndre Cuban Jordan. Yeah, Mark Cuban was like looking for DeAndre <laughs> Jordan's phone number and address, and he was locked in, and people were posting and who Wait, who was it? Josh Smith? Who was it that was just like, no, no, who was so it that was just posting? Oh, was it Paul Pierce? I think yeah, he was Paul Pierce, like a bunch Paul, of emojis, and he didn't no, understand how it worked. No,
0: not even, not even. He, Paul Pierce was taking, uh, like he was taking pictures of emojis and putting those
1: on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't oh, think last man. night gets to that level, no. but I did, but I it did was, feel like I missed out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was it was a good night I had I had some fun with it um and all I could think about while it was going on was one like you know how funny it all was and two man Aaron Aaron would love this and he's probably knocked the hell out
1: yeah I, I was knocked out and I think my rule is like every day there's a main character on Twitter and never be the main character on Twitter yeah. I think it was but like, much the
0: rule. It, there's nothing he could have done there's nothing Paul could have done to avoid that I he mean just like, other he than not the, you know. there,
1: there is something he could have done which is yeah not not yeah. uh not sleep with yeah, another not do that. wife. <laughs> yeah if, if is he that, did i don't know i'm not right like yeah of all the unreliable narrators kanye is probably towards the top He's of the way list. up there so mm-hmm. who knows I've, i don't know i wasn't there right like yeah it was it was not i was not involved in such things so i don't know if it happened or not but if there is something he could have done to have not caught yeah. that stray yeah. which is v- very not, fair point <laughs> not not sleep with another man's wife if he did i don't know
0: yeah um the second was, thing that I wanted funny. to talk to you about before before we we jumped into Anthony Davis against Giannis tonight which I think is going to be really enlightening but um I think I've created a monster. Okay. I think I have I Avery is Avery is my daughter. Through and through, I'm an incredibly stubborn person. She is well on her way to being that kind of stubborn. She uh we're trying to potty train her are right you, now. Are you
1: you're looking for parenting advice from me? No, 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 I'm just renting. Oh, parenting. okay. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, oh god, no. no. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. <laughs> Does she like booze?
0: Um so, yeah, she she we're trying to potty train her. We've been trying to potty train her for a while now. And mm-hmm. and it's just maddening because like it's the kind She's of thing coming that,
1: up on her 3rd birthday, yes.
0: She just she just had it. Naugus. Okay, yeah, um, okay. And and so like she She's good with number one. Number two, she's just adamantly against, will not do it. Okay. And, um, you know, I, we've, we've tried everything we've done the weekend with no underwear. We've done, uh, That's everything. A, wait, what? That's a thing. It dude, it, I'm telling you, we've tried everything. So now we've All moved right. on to the, the bribing portion of the proceedings. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And,
0: and here's where I know that Avery is my daughter and that I have created a monster. Okay. I am very stubborn as people have been like, as, as people yes, would know, sir. listening to these shows and listening to to me talk now for going on a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a very stubborn individual and <laughs> Avery, it turns out is just as stubborn because, you know, usually you tell a kid, all right, she loves, she loves using the tablet. She loves, mm-hmm. obviously she loves
1: gummies and she loves, cookies and she loves toys. You got her on weed and you're worried about me asking her if she likes booze. You got her, you got her doing weed gummies. What what are we doing? Like I said, I've tried everything. Whatever it takes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, so
0: so she's, but you, but like, all right, most kids, I feel like though, you tell them to do something and they say, no, I don't want to do that. And then you offer them something that they like, and that's when they will change their tune and they'll do that thing. Right, normally. Sometimes I feel like that's most kids. Sometimes, um, my niece and nephew might argue with you, but sometimes. Well, this is the thing, Avery. Like Avery, you sit there. Oh, I want the tablet. Yeah, tablet sounds great. Can I have the tablet? Can I have the tablet? And be like, all right, yeah, you can have the tablet, Avery, but you have to go poop on the potty. She goes, Nah, I don't want the
1: tablet. And I'm like, Oh my god, she's my daughter. Like, there's shouldn't this be the intersection of such things? Because like, isn't that the best time for the tablet? (laughs) Right, like. I assume everybody. Maybe this is a guy thing, but when you like go to the bathroom, yeah. everybody you, you a guy always thing. have something to read, right? You always have like yeah. your phone, or you play Wordle or Quordle. Yeah, or I play the Dribble game or or Podol, which is you know guessing NBA player or whatever. You yeah. have something to entertain yourself. So I'm that's surprised that's my email that time.
0: Work. I hate I hate emails, so that's when I force myself to look at mm. emails. Mm. I, dude, telling you, all of my coworkers ask Harrison. There's few things that I hate more about my job than emails. But yeah, that's my, that's my email time. Mm, And now I I just, I I just, if any of you out there are potty training experts, please get at me, send me an email. I'll actually actually need that email.
1: I actually do know one. This is like a wild thing, but I actually do one of my, uh, my, my best friend's wife is like an expert at such things, like a behavioral, whatever for children and raising children and all sorts of things. Huh? I'll okay. give her a shout out. Mar- 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 uh, Marcus, my boy, Marcus, his wife, Mariko, Mariko Fairly. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's parenting with Mariko or Mariko Fairly. All right. I'm I don't gonna, know what it I'm, is, but I'll, I'll connect you. Yes. I'll connect you. <laughs> but she literally posts stuff every day about this stuff. And I'm like, I'm, well, I follow you to support you, but I have no use for none of, for any of this. Because I'm, I'm giving, I leave I'm giving parenting my child up to gummies. So <laughs> I leave the parenting up to my, uh, my brother and his wife, who are the actual parents. That's All the closest right, so, I get to parenting is ne- my niece and nephew.
0: Let's uh let's dive on in though.
1: Does Avery play Roblox? Do, my, my niece is always playing Roblox.
0: No, she's more a Paw Patrol person. But all mm-hmm. right. Um the Lakers face the Milwaukee Bucks tonight in Milwaukee. Indeed. The start of it the is a road trip of the year. Yep. It is a uh four thirty tip, right? Or is mm-hmm. it no five no, thirty, 30 yeah. 430 430 tip? Four thirty percent, yeah. Four thirty tip, six thirty my time. I am so thrilled. Oh God, man, yeah. I love Lakers I, road I, trips. No, it's my I'm favorite. not this is no No, get this game out of the way let me enjoy the rest of my friday night this is incredible um the the lakers so question
1: question though so this is a thing for me with like college it used to be i'm better now but it used to be a thing with college football for me is that if cal would lose mm -hmm. it would ruin like my week you just said like get it out of the way so you can enjoy the rest of your night yeah does it not do you not get affected by the lakers like that? Like if the Lakers. I used to, but they've that, done a lot of losing over the course of like the l- second half of my life. Do you think that's what it is? Or do you think it is you getting older in maturity? Because Cal, no. lost, Cal would always lose.
0: You know, what's funny is the, the Monday game would normally wreck my life. But again, like they've done. I, my expectations are so low for this team that I'm just like, uh, eh, you know, whatever. But like with the Dodgers, when the Dodgers lost in the playoffs, I was a different human being for like two days, you know? Mexico was just knocked out of the the, the World Cup on like yes. seventy three yeah. tiebreakers. Yes, that was tough. That was a, yeah. That was was, a tough as was
1: as was Uruguay this morning.
0: Yeah, I yeah. I, I just I mean I, I I can't get myself to care about Uruguay, but I, I I Mexico losing the way that they did that hurt me in the heartstrings. So
1: here's here so here's my question. I like don't care that much. I like international soccer. I don't care mm-hmm. that much. I'm go. I'm a Liverpool guy, uh, but so I root for the U.S. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like I'm. I don't care that much. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, I root for the U.S. and all the African nations. Mm-hmm. So I said this. I asked this on Twitter. Now that you know, all my all the Mexican homies, are you now rooting for the U.S.?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I was I I root for you. The root US for the U.S. For the anyway, artists. but a lot
1: but a lot of Mexican Americans do not. They root for Mexico. Period for Um, three but so have like i think edwin i I think edwin said he he's very much not rooting for the u.s anymore or not anymore i'm
0: not i'm not gonna hold it against mexico like obviously in recent years we have a really shitty relationship with our american brethren mm -hmm. um so like yeah the, the the notion of supporting this country that puts us in cages that makes it a little complicated but um uh, yeah, me personally, like I, yeah. I, I still, I still get a kick out of like when the, when, um, team USA played England, I love the idea of fucking up England's day. Like that's that, <laughs> that right, right. I yeah. love that. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's the look, weirdest thing to me. Like
1: I mean, we have a, we have a, we, America's we have a terrible history on a, quite a few things in this country and yeah. not even so much a history. Currently we have a terrible record on quite a few things but it's always fun to beat the colonizers. Like we're not really yeah. colonizers. So, you know, yeah. like England, the Netherlands on Saturday or oh, tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. you know, Belgium, like all the colonizers, we can yeah. do away with the colonizers.
0: Right. So I, I yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to hold it against any, you know, Mexicans who who can't support this country for, for a variety of reasons. Um, me personally, though, I just, I enjoy wrapping myself in the flag. I am like, you know, it's, 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 or the it's American con- flag, which one? both whenever whenever either team is on like i i I find myself really going hard for him because like yeah i i'm i'm proud of the fact that my grandma came over from mexico and now only a couple generations later i am sitting where i am now yeah um i'm also proud of the fact that america gives a family like mine that opportunity so but also it's country that has a really shitty history with my people yeah, so yep, you know
1: <laughs> we have a really shitty history as I just mentioned quite a few things. Yeah.
0: So um the best country yeah. in the
1: world and also often pretty awful. Not- <laughs> also often pretty awful. <laughs> Where is so, Chicharito? That's what we needed we needed Chicharito. I didn't I didn't I didn't like the I didn't know he should have been playing in he, this he, he's, I didn't still like, on the, he's still on the national team? He's the still Mexican playing for
0: team? one of the LA oh. soccer teams, but that he should have been on this. He should have been on the squad. Um, it was a mistake should not he? to bring him.
1: Isn't he? Yeah. my age. Should he actually still be?
0: On- the world cup is this weird thing where I, I think players are better longer in the world cup than they are in typical soccer formats, right? Like you only play a handful of games. You really have like, you, you can put everything you, you, you have into those handful of games. Um, it's not, you know, it's not like your typical sporting season where, you know in basketball we play 82 games um premier league soccer and 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 basically all of soccer feels like it never ends 38 so
1: 38 huh? games in the 38 games in the premier league yeah
0: but then you have like the other you have the other tournaments and you yeah. have friendlies and stuff so yeah. like it's just it like it just it feels like it never no, really no, the, ends the
1: english soccer season is like 11 and a half months long
0: <laughs> right right uh, so <laughs> you
1: y- all get 2 weeks <laughs> and let's get back at it <laughs>
0: anthony davis is like what Hold on,
1: I thought I had filibustered <laughs> long enough. <laughs> I see how I got you talking about Mexico and international soccer. You know, I, like I, is, I said,
0: I'm this stubborn. Is my finest work. Yeah. So the Lakers play Milwaukee tonight, and Anthony Davis, um, the last couple of years, I would say, has not played very well against Giannis, and Giannis has, for whatever reason, really taken it upon himself to go at Anthony Davis. Giannis is a freaking killer. Like people want to find any xenophobe. Any xenophobic reason not to give him his due, but like Giannis is a bad mf. Giannis is a bad boy.
1: Giannis is a bad boy.
0: <laughs> so I, but yeah, for whatever reason, the last couple of years, Giannis has really taken it upon himself to to challenge AD at the rim, to really get physical with AD on defense, and I'm just going to put it frankly, AD has wilted in those in in, in when those that gauntlet has been dropped. Um, and, and I think tonight is going to be fascinating because like I could kind of understand Giannis is on the top of the basketball world. Anthony Davis had real uh, confidence issues in his shooting. He didn't quite feel right uh, physically and athletically, but this is the best Anthony Davis has been playing since the bubble. And I do think that tonight is going to be a really interesting showcase of where AD is is legitimately at. Now, do I think the Lakers are going to be competitive? No. Milwaukee's the best or second best team in the in, in the NBA right now. Um but for that matchup in particular, AD's approach from the get-go on this and his response from the get-go on this to Giannis specifically, I feel like is the kind of thing that like we keep on hearing that the Lakers front office is waiting for more data and more data and more, da- more data. This is one of those things. This is one of those those boxes that I personally, if I was in that predicament, if I was Rapolinka this is one of those boxes that I would want checked. How does AD respond to Giannis punching him in the mouth?
1: So this does feel like this does feel like a fair not a fair, this feel, does feel like an important data point for all sorts of scenarios. Where does AD rank among the elite of the elite? Um how does AD maintain his game with LeBron back, maintain the level of his game that he had when LeBron was out with LeBron back? Where do the Lakers stand um, in relation to the, the what, whatever you think the inner circle of the championship contenders are, this is the first time other than opening night, right? I personally think the Warriors are in that conversation, even though they're, I think, 11 and 11. For me, that conversation is the Warriors, the Celtics, and and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Where do the Lakers stand among now that now that Schroeder is in the rotation, now that Thomas Bryant is around, now that the Lakers had, won't be
0: available tonight? Congratulations correct, to the Schroeder family yes. for, for having yes. a kid.
1: But now that the Lakers have had some time to kind of figure some things out, where do the Lakers and even if the Lakers lose, where like where do you stand as a contender amongst amongst those peers, hopefully? Um so I think all of that is, I think all of that is important. Also, we don't, this Chris Middleton is coming back tonight. Who knows mm. what he's going to look like. So it's, it's a little bit of a, like, you know, a, a different thing from, for Milwaukee also is reintegrating him. They have time, a bunch of time together, but he hasn't played in a while. So I do think though that I I, I do think that the Giannis question or statement that you made is meaningful because I don't think it's random, and I and I don't think that AD has wilted, to use your word. I think that he has just gotten outplayed by Giannis. AD is this. This is my supposition about why this that matters feels semantic. Like that- no, no, because wilted makes it seem like AD like quit basically like shriveled up in the moment. I think he just got he just he just got like physically bested by Giannis, who as we are saying is, like, I, I think the only two com- the only two people you can say are the best guy in the league are him and Steph. And he, Giannis, what he is able to do also defensively, for me, Giannis is the best player in the world, but he is also the most physically imposing, dominant guy in the league. And I think it matters to him specifically. Remember with, uh, this was, what, two, three years ago? Uh, it was a game in Milwaukee. And his teammates were like putting the crown on him, basically like trying to take the crown off of LeBron and put it on Giannis. Mm-hmm. I think that matters to Giannis. And the fact that in the bubble, because as you mentioned, AD was so damn good and this is the best he's looked since then. That the question was, who's better, AD or Giannis? And so I think Giannis has taken that personally. Um, and wants to, has has wanted to impose his will and impose his game on AD to make a point. Because... AD is probably the dude, the only dude in the league with the physical profile to sort of match up with Giannis. So it seems like a fair fight between the two of them. So I was looking at the numbers, uh, AD
0: last year only attempted, I'm looking at it again, um, 12 and a half shots against Milwaukee last year, which is really low. Um, and it only is- five in, in the two games and five free throws, uh, and, uh, on average in those two matchups, that's that indicates to enough. me that some enough. of the aggression is not there, you know, not getting to the okay, free yes, throw line. And,
1: however, like, so this is the difference between AD and Giannis. I mean, th- there are differences in their game, but Giannis is a less dependent player than AD. Yeah. Right. Giannis fine, can go like, get, because Giannis is also. Shaq was de-
0: Shaq was a de- dependent player too, though. Like, sh- I'm sorry. Like, we're yeah, talking that, yeah. about it. Ad I, Tim Duncan was a d- dependent player, and yes. Hakeem was a, a dependent player. If yeah. Ad wants to be in that group, like you can't just you can't keep going to like well I didn't get the ball. Like no, no, those, no, guys, no those guys those no, guys rang right. necks if they didn't no, get the ball.
1: You're right, you're right. But my point is, like yes, those attempts are low, but we're still ha- Ad has been among the best players in the world this year, and especially this last you know whatever three week stretch. And he's st- there. Still are questions like, maybe you should. So it's not. I don't think like that is a measure necessarily of how good AD is. I think it is a fair criticism that maybe he needs to demand more involvement in the offense. Well, but I, even, I, even now when he's been so damn good, right? He what he still in the last game there was, or not? Not the last game in the Indiana game there was questions like, maybe you should have taken more shots. Yeah.
0: No, I I, I thought. The difference between the Lakers holding on to the lead in their last game versus the Indiana game was that they did a better job of getting AD the ball mm-hmm. uh, down the stretch, and it steadies the offense. But the point the is,
1: Giannis, because... because uh, and AD, no, like, I, AD, I, AD I is a point. good ball handler for a center. But yeah. Giannis is a...
0: You'd point forward.
1: Giannis is a, an offensive initiator, period. So mm-hmm. Giannis can make those decisions without having to like ring any necks he can just decide he's going to in yeah. ways that hakeem tim duncan Shaq, ad at this point well, in his career can't and ad can do a little re- bit of it ad can run a little pick and roll he, he can do a little bit he's of doing it. more i actually really get level, i really love it
0: that um a bigger part of their offense has been telling ad to grab and go on rebounds like just like i remember I, when i when i coached I had a I I I coached um actually girls basketball at, at Esperanza mild High School mm-hmm. and I remember I had a girl named Kelly I'm not going to say her her last name but I I had a girl named Kelly who um was the tallest girl on my team but she was actually one of the better ball handlers like it wasn't the, the we weren't exactly stacked we we got <laughs> we, we, we we had a good season it was one of the better teams that Esperanza's ever really had but we um but it wasn't like it, it. It wasn't like a powerhouse by any by any stretch. But so uh, Kelly had been told by coach after coach after coach, you rebound, you outlet, you rebound, you outlet, you find rebound, guard, you yeah, outlet. Yeah, find a guard, yeah. yeah, it's the dumbest thing that that you do in in high school sports. Regularly, it's like if it, just because you're big, you're not allowed to take two dribbles to the sideline to get the ball out. Right? It's kind of like the soccer approach where I played soccer. I was an outside mid. And I, I, I always thought that the most efficient way to get the ball down the field, if you can get it through the middle of the field and you can, and you have the passing ability to do that, cool. But if not get the ball out wide, run line and and then, and then clear it, bring it back into the uh, back, back into the middle. And that's essentially what I told her was, Hey, you get a rebound turn, especially if you're on the left side of the court, she's left-handed turn, take a couple dribbles. If you have a pass, a, a hit ahead pass, cool. If not. Just keep on going. Fuck it. Whatever. You trying to turn her into Lonzo ball, huh? Okay. Uh yeah, kind of. I I just think it's a more efficient way to move the ball up the court. And I think I love that it's essentially what it seems like Darvin Ham has kind of told AD is is like especially compared to to Frank last year, um AD would get a rebound and he would and he's a good outlet passer. He's a pretty good outlet passer, but I think he's a lot more dangerous when he gets the rebound and he's immediately turning up court he's immediately taking two aggressive dribbles to see at least what the court looks like up up ahead yeah i mean that allows um,
1: guys to run the channels and yes. yeah
0: yeah i i think it makes it makes him better i also think it makes the game more fun for him like i i remember telling kelly that her face like lit up she's like Really? Mate, I can.
1: What? <laughs> I
0: was like, yeah, I do think one of my better players should have the ball a little I, bit longer. I coached, she was so
1: thrilled. <laughs> I coached my sister's team. My sister is actually she's staying with me now. I coached yeah. my sister's team. It was like the the YMCA, I think it was. I coached my mm-hmm. sister's team. She was seven or eight, and she was tall, and she was never that into playing basketball, but was better than everybody else because. Mm-hmm my brother and I were better than everybody else. So she just mm-hmm. kind of absorbed it. So our play was when she gets the rebound, cause she was tall for her age and she could dribble, just dribble to the front of the rim and try to lay the ball. We used to yeah. beat teams like 28 to four and my sister would have 24 <laughs> points because everybody was afraid of the ball. Yeah. So nobody would stop her and she would just calmly get a rebound and dribble to the front of the rim and make a layup. Yeah. It, I, I felt it, like a genius. Yeah. I mean but
0: but really though like watching obviously it's it the NBA is a lot more complicated than yes. eight or nine year old uh girlfriend a girls' uh basketball but Indeed. um but no I mean I think I think the theory of of adding this to the Lakers offense um as one way to initiate it has to use a Rob word dimensionalized their their approach in transition I, I really like it um and I do think that allows Anthony Davis to stay more involved in the game earlier on and then I would just like to see them stay consistent with it I know LeBron likes to pound the ball into the floor and pound the air out of the ball over the course of especially when you get into the clutch but I just think like the Lakers aren't talented enough and they aren't good enough in the in the half court to execute that way so whatever you're doing that is working in the first part of the game just keep on <laughs> to keep doing it later in the game I, I don't know I maybe maybe I'm underthinking it but uh, I, I one of my favorite things about Jokic is that like, if he finds one thing that a defense can't adjust to, he just does it over and over and over and over again, and he doesn't get bored with it. And I think sometimes the Lakers and Anthony Davis, because he's so talented, um, will find that thing, but actually go away from it on his own because he can find he's so talented that he can get an open look somewhere else. And it kind of lets the, the the defense off the hook. And I think this is one of those things, and and just in general, the approach that the Lakers take earlier on in the game, going away from it in the clutch moments, has really kind of come back to bite them. But anyway, so this wait, is a, a couple this is All wait. a giant detour. To, wait, two, to things. The no, re- two things
1: on that though, because uh-huh. I think that I think you're right. But Anthony Davis this year has his passing is improved some. Um, mm-hmm. It was probably the weakest part of his game. Yeah, it has improved less. So when he is in the mid post, and gets doubled. Yeah. So him, he has some really bad habits there. Him grabbing and going, grabbing and going sounds very strange, but him getting a rebound and, and handling himself, grabbing, going, grabbing and going, grabbing I mean, and grabbing go, and going, grabbing and going. Yeah, I think so. I think it has yeah. to be um, him being able to do that opens up some passing things for him some passing options for him but the other thing that it does is just what i referred to it makes him less of a dependent player and it then it really crystallizes like okay like are you the number one option do what you want if you want to use this possession if you want your usage to be whatever like his usage is never going to be you know harden and luca levels but whatever he wants it to be him grabbing and going allows him to do that right and he can he is he is a skilled enough ball handler that he can bring the ball up court and if he wants to get into you know then he wants to back somebody down and get into the post he can do that does he if he wants to get a high screen and be the ball handler on a high screen and roll he can do that um so then i think then i think it makes it more like he's less dependent and makes it more obvious that whatever usage he is using or not using is his choice
0: yeah, I, I just.
1: Because he's I empowered this, to do so.
0: I said this on uh, a lowdown earlier this week. I said it to. It, I was going to say it to Harrison before he turned me into the Joker on Wednesday. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I, I do legitimately believe that the Lakers' ceiling this year raises if they become an Anthony Davis team more so than they are a LeBron team. I think. What do, he's
1: what do you their think best that looks like right though? What do you
0: think? Huh? <sighs> he's he, Aaron, he's a better player right now than LeBron. He is.
1: <laughs> he's
0: significantly better defensively, and he's better on offense at the things that
1: he's good at right now than LeBron is. Like, LeBron is, is not I as good. I still think LeBron, LeBron, no, look. I, he has definitely had a better season than LeBron. I think mm-hmm. LeBron's ceiling is still higher than AD's. The question is how frequently can slash will LeBron reach that height? Yeah. And I think that's a fair question. And I don't know the answer to that, but I do. I still think at their best, LeBron is still better, but I don't don't know know, how often we, I don't know how often we see, we've seen the best of AD a lot more than we've seen the best of LeBron this year. Is that a permanent thing? Maybe. I don't know.
0: The, the best of AD is better on like miles better on defense yeah. Then, then uh, LeBron. The best of AD I,
1: is the best defensive player in the league,
0: and I don't think the I like. I don't think LeBron is the best offensive player in the league, right? So that's no, why I think like player
1: in the league, right?
0: So that's why I'm saying that I, I think AD Luka. is is better overall because of his impact mm. on defense compared to 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 like. I mean, and, look and to be fair, to be
1: fair, we have certainly seen more of the best of AD recently as compared to LeBron.
0: Like we saw AD miss a game and the Lakers gave up what? 140 points? It what was
1: 143, the... I think. <laughs> yeah. I think like... It was 143.
0: <laughs> I don't think that was a
1: coincidence. <laughs> it was 143, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I no, 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 actually it was 138. The Lakers won 143 to 138. It was 138. Yeah. It was 143-138. Yes.
0: That's what I said. Didn't I say 130? I don't 138. But but yeah, I I don't think that was a coincidence that the Lakers gave up that many points on a game that AD didn't play in. I, I, I think there's probably a correlation there.
1: I mean, look, I don't know that he would. He's the Defensive Player of the Year, in my opinion. I don't know. I, I, I think, I think at his peak, he is probably the best defensive player in the league as of right now. I don't think he would win it. I think he probably should, but I don't think he would win it.
0: He he wouldn't win it because like no voter is going to vote for anything Lakers. But I, the fact that he's making this roster relatively commendable regularly on defense is a fucking miracle. Look,
1: like oh, it's a legit AD is a monster.
0: He's a monster. He's a monster. Yeah. And, and I also like, I had doubts about Darwin Ham's approach with, with uh, playing him in drop coverage. I thought it kind of took away some of what makes AD special. But it essentially, from what I have seen, it's basically made it so that he just swallows up the paint and it's the most important territory on a basketball court. And it disrupts everything that offenses are trying to do because all offenses are trying to get into the paint and him going into drop and essentially wiping. It's its kind of like uh, Richard Sherman used to in Seattle where he would just get like that half of the field was just not in play yeah. anymore yeah. you know um and and I think what AD is doing is that but with the most important territory on the field so here's know? the interesting thing on the court
1: and this is why I think it is a fair question about what the Lakers center rotation or possible trade etc will look like because mm-hmm. he has brought Darwin has obviously brought this from bud and from from Milwaukee Mm-hmm. and yeah it's no coincidence playing, AD that is ad Brooke is playing
0: like this and as this is going on those same principles that darvin learned in Milwaukee have two other uh defensive so player of the year yeah so that's the thing. yeah so that's the thing
1: he is now playing you know the drop coverage the B- Brooke Lopez role yeah who by the way probably if the season ended right now would win defensive player of the year so ad is playing which that I just role. I disagree with he,
0: it, of course, he's playing great defensively. He also has Giannis.
1: Well, so but he, that's the thing. Anthony no, Davis thing. doesn't
0: have Giannis. But, Anthony but Davis the has is, three other. The question
1: is: Is AD best suited tiny people at that role, the Brooke Lopez role that he's currently playing, or is he the the Giannis role, which is you have somebody else swallowing up everything in drop coverage, and he gets to be. The which is what he's done for most of his career as a four, where he mm-hmm. gets to be the weak side shot blocker and then also has some perimeter responsibilities, much like Giannis does. I mean, Giannis mm-hmm. is, I think that maximizes AD's value. Um, if he's able to be a weak side shot blocker and is able to, and I think that that makes up for some of the deficiencies that the Lakers have on the wings. I think ideally LeBron is that guy. And I still think LeBron probably can be that guy. I just don't know that LeBron can be that guy every possession, every night. I Well, the fact that AD is, playing or I don't well how how about to, this. I don't, for the first time ever, I don't think he can
0: like, he's being, he's like, this. he's like the super, like what Brooke is doing in, in Milwaukee. AD is doing that, but better in a way that completely disrupts what offenses are trying to do. Despite not having somebody as good as Giannis also out there on the court, that to me makes him the defensive player of the year.
1: I just think it's. I think it's interesting and it's Milwaukee interesting. might have a better
0: defense, but they also have Drew Holiday and they also have Giannis and they also have. Yeah. like they have it's, a, it's
1: a, They have a better. De- they have a better defense. You know why? Yeah, because they have better defensive players. Wow!
0: Whoa! Huh. They
1: have. They have better guys. You mean
0: they works. have more? Like they have? They have like three people taller than six Easy. six. Easy. Is that? Is that easy. something they
1: easy? Does that matter in basketball? I, I, don't, I don't I mean, it on. can, it certainly can. It, <laughs> cer- it certainly, <laughs> it certainly can, but I do um, think, I do think it is interesting and possibly informative as to what the Lakers look like going forward and what, like if there is going to be a roster balancing trade, what the priorities are, because I think it is a fair question. A.D. has played almost all of his minutes this year at center mm-hmm. and famously prefers not to. Well, but is, why- is, that, is that where you want to spend? Is that where you want to spend your resources to still run the same scheme, but let him slot into that Giannis role as opposed to the Brooke Lopez role, defensively, at least?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's part of why I really like the idea of bringing Miles Turner in to this, because He can do what Brooke Lopez is doing, and AD can do what Giannis is doing. And then you have LeBron being asked to just kind of, you know, play rogue on the perimeter and just kind of just be solid defensively, LeBron, and he can definitely do that. And then now you have somebody like Lonnie, who can assume the Drew Holiday role, and Austin Reeves has been better defensively. Than anybody would anticipate, somebody who did looks you like see, Austin Reeves would be. You, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> did you see? Did you see the uh, the thing the Lakers sent out? The Austin, yeah, uh, I got bounced, or, dude. I I, got I'm bouncer. not gonna lie,
0: him like him him bringing it even kind of behind his head, like legit surprised I mean, me. I was like, okay, did they did they get another white guy? Like, because I saw, I mean, I'm not, like I came around the corner as that was happening, as as like because I was I it was right around bedtime. Yeah. or something like that. I was doing something around the corner of the house and I was walking through my foyer and uh-huh. I turned the With corner the inch TV?
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and I, and I saw, uh, this was on the 65. I had it on the small, mm. I had a smaller mm. TV,
1: but you I put the I Lakers on the, the small TV.
0: I'm a married man. For disrespect. I'm, I'm a married man.
1: What goes on the What you did? What bachelor in paradise. You don't, you don't no. need the She the... was
0: watching Wednesday. Have you, have you seen Wednesday? On, I have not, uh, but I have,
1: I have, uh, it's really good I have it's heard really good I've heard good things yeah I have not seen it, but I've heard good things but what that's why does Wednesday which is not a visual thing I mean it's TV yeah so it visual, is but, it's Tim Burton oh, is it yeah it's oh, like right, all right, all right. yeah that's that's it's more really the, all right Okay.
0: It is, and and like that TV is hooked up to the Sonos, and that has better like the, the oh, sound matters sound. there.
1: Well, you don't need this. You don't need the sound to hear Matt Ryan. Not Matt Ryan. By Matt Ryan. You don't <laughs> need the sound to hear Austin Reeves mic'd up. Uh, I I have no. You don't want that in I, surround sound? With no, Sonos there, all over the place. There, I have the because I have
0: that TV hooked up to the Apple TV, and that Apple TV works on my AirPods, so I can actually be listening while that's going on.
1: Wait a second.
0: Hmm.
1: You watch Lakers games with the sound, the AirPods.
0: Yeah, in my AirPods. Why, why wouldn't I? Uh,
1: uh, okay.
0: Yeah. I'm sometimes. Sometimes I'm actually watching Wednesday. <laughs> 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 I, I've heard good things. I've heard good, I've heard um, good like things. Like tonight, I, I tonight. By, well, no, because tonight usc's playing in the Pac-12 championship, yeah, so I've that's going to yeah, be. So, yeah. That's going to be on the main or TV
1: uh yeah so that, that'll be TV. on the main tv why does and it, then... every time so it, uh, i don't mean it this way but why does <laughs> why do things that you're and i also another close friend of mine i basically turned his living room into a sports bar and there's, mm-hmm. there's like five tvs in it yeah um but why does every time you say this it sounds like a strip club like Please welcome to the main stage (laughs) stage. (laughs) on the, on this TV. Please welcome to the main stage. Caleb Williams. Yeah. USC and Utah for the Pac-12 championship. Oh, it's just like
0: that. Perfect. As you mentioned that there's three awful comments on our thing. All right. Uh I'm going to go ahead and block
1: those. Um,
0: (laughs) so the main stage, Caleb Williams. (laughs) So yeah, I, but yeah, getting back to the the reason I mentioned the shot totals was because I mm-hmm. you know I use the term wilting, and that implies a lack of aggression. And if you are not taking shots or free throws, that's a lack of aggression. We can find any context that we want for it. We can explain it, but we can't excuse it. Like Anthony Davis needs to be more engaged, and that's on that's what I'm watching for tonight. Like mm-hmm. I. It needs, if if the Lakers have any chance whatsoever in this one, and I don't think they do, but if they want any chance in this whatsoever, Anthony Davis is going to have to be special. And, you know, if AD can kind of wipe out Giannis's stat line, and it's up to LeBron to, to, to be that kind of special too, and if the special, if the, if the, uh, you know, periphery players. I think Lonnie's supposed to be back today, right? He's had a few Lonnie, days off. Yeah, Lonnie's Lonnie's probably Yes. Yeah. He was, he was sick or something like that. He, uh, he should be available. Um, we'll see about Troy Brown. He had, or no, both those guys had the same foot issue. Uh, so hopefully both those guys are ready to go. Cause I think they really need, especially Troy against, uh, Middleton. And, and I think, you know, is it, is it something I would bet on? No, but is it something that, uh, the front office is going to use as an important data point, yeah. And I and and like you said, I they should. This is the team that you're eventually going to have to face off against, probably in in the finals if you get there, one of them anyway. And if the Lakers play them relatively even tonight, like I, I think they're going to lose. But if they say cover, um, and they do that without an Indiana trade or or a trade that improves the roster, that's the kind of thing that like if I'm the front office and if I'm LeBron or AD and and I'm working my ass off to prove to the front office that I am worthy of additional help, um, that would, I think, help make their case. It should anyway.
1: So I I think a lot of that is, is fair. Um, And I do, as I said earlier, I do think that tonight's game is, is certainly a data point. Um, But for me, this, Road trip is much like, you know, you asked me about, I think going back to the Kings game, if the Kings game was a must win when the Lakers were like two and 10, I think it was. And I said, no, I don't think it specifically is specifically as a must win, but I think there is a number that needs to be reached in this stretch of games, which the Lakers were able to accomplish. Um, So I don't think, the Lakers probably aren't going to win tonight, but I do think that this road trip, there is a, there there needs to be a competency shown on this road trip. There needs, there is a number of wins that needs to happen. I mean, it it is a really tough road trip, but I think there is a difference, like a material difference, obviously, but I think, I think what happens on the road trip in total um, is, is, is revealing and meaningful. It's a tough road trip. Our Lakers gonna go two and four, one and five, three. Like I think at minimum two and four or three and three needs to like Washington's played well, but Washington's not any good. Detroit is terrible, but Milwaukee's really good. Toronto's really like so. I think Mm -hmm. Toronto actually makes me really nervous. Like they're so yeah, they just have like they just have like seventy three, six eight guys that just yeah. So like, I honestly,
0: that, if, if people ever wondered what a team would look like if I was uh, working so it just, to it would be off, Toronto, it would be that. Like, it would be just a shit ton of wings. It would be Fred Vliet and a bunch of like yeah.
1: six eight guys. could yeah. yeah, it would six, just be like athletic guys that can handle. Yeah. And, and
0: honestly, eventually, I would probably find a six eight guy to <laughs> to replace <laughs> Fred VanVleet. Like, I like <laughs> well, <laughs> th-
1: your your ideal you. team just has five Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Thank
0: you, Mini Drake. I'm gonna go get somebody who's a little taller. Like yeah, we're
1: good. Just five, just five Pascal Siakams, just <laughs> running around, that do every do a little bit of everything, and are. Yeah, I mean, like
0: I would maybe have a center, like like four Pascal Siakams and one Anthony Davis. Why can't somebody? Do, why? Why hasn't anybody thought of this? Um,
1: because <laughs> those are the hardest guys to find, and and those are the guys that break the salary cap. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're fine. Your team now costs. 400 million before taxes. Hey, I did my
0: job. I did my, like, owners got to do their job. I did my job. The owners you just drafted.
1: You drafted four Pascal Siakam's and an Anthony Davis. Yeah. What does your bench look like?
0: <laughs> more Pascal Siakam's.
1: <C>. <laughs> 10 more Pascal Siakam's. <laughs> It's and one Damian Jones. It's, it's 14 Pascal Siakams
0: <laughs> and one Anthony Davis. No, three, 13 uh, Pascal no, Siakams. No, no. And, and Damien one Damian Jones. Damien on Jones and Damian <laughs> Jones <laughs> on the two way. Again, I don't know why. what's so difficult about all why this. Why
1: hasn't somebody done this, huh? <laughs> all right.
0: Well, your team would have like 13 Stephs and, and a Draymond and a Clay.
1: No. <laughs> no, no my team actually, you know who my have we had this conversation? You know who my favorite player ever is and rest in peace, but Manu Bowl is my favorite. Manu Boll is my favorite NBA player ever. um I guess I like novelty. So it would be just like how many Manu Boll, hate and I don't you, want you bowl, hate bowl. Matt like, Ryan I don't want bowl, you hate,
0: bowl, you hate Matt Ryan with the passion I of ten thousand sons and, you, and yet you just Ryan. say you love novelty.
1: I do not you hate monster. Matt Ryan. First of all, Manu Bol is a better basketball player, or was a better basketball player than Matt Ryan. First of all. Second of okay. all, I do not hate Matt Ryan. I just am confused by the like outrage <laughs> about like a dude I just that...
0: didn't see outrage. Like I didn't,
1: I didn't see outrage. Everybody's like, how could he possibly get? Well, I mean, like what? What do you mean? This happens a hundred times a year in the NBA. Uh, again, I
0: didn't see outrage on it. I, the only, the only people that, the only like thing that came closest to outrage was the timing of it all. Or where, like
1: disappointment and maybe not outrage. Disappointment. I, I just, I,
0: I, you know, again, like I don't, I don't think anybody was sitting there passionately in Matt Ryan Lakers jerseys, right? Like, I don't think anybody was sitting there saying like, God, how could number, you do that? No, what number could you do did this? Matt Ryan wear? Thirty-seven. Okay, yeah, yeah,
1: good. Yeah, you're right. But like, um, like if you ask people, they wouldn't know that answer. Matt Ryan is fine, and it's a great story. It's a cute story. Like Andre Ingram was a great story, fine. But like, this happens all the time in the NBA. Yeah. No. I'm again. I
0: I, I agree. I agree with that. I to me, the only thing that came closest to outrage, and even that was more just kind of annoyance. Right. Was how are you going to have this leak how is this going to leak and whether it was the lakers whether it was his agent whoever but that assumes but that assumes i know that i know it was I, the lakers I, again i'm not i'm not disagreeing here i'm just saying that this is now twice that somebody lost their job and had to be asked about it minutes after losing their job gets leaked to the to the to the public and that to me is bad practice so whether that's somebody in the lakers organization whether it's these agents not being good at their jobs, whether it's some other agent for for or whoever it is leaking that stuff, like that's something that, you know, I think the Lakers need to find a way to 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 get back in in, in check and, and get into a place where they can control it a little bit better. Because I don't think there are very very many other teams who are doing things like that. Like that the, the Lakers are like,
1: doing things like what?
0: Well, where where a coach gets fired and it gets and it gets leaked minutes after the game ends right like i i there aren't very many other like i haven't seen that happen with very many other teams i haven't seen that happen very, with very many other teams where a player gets waived and it and it gets leaked before this person can it get out of the door
1: all the time you just no, are I focused haven't- you just don't pay attention. You just are focused on the look, Lakers. Maybe
0: I'll, I'll look more closely for it. And when I see it, I'll call it out then too. I think it's a shitty practice if that is how this is going down.
1: But um, and also, it it your inference is that the Lakers, it's a shitty practice that the Lakers did. So, I'm, what if I'm a, saying, a, what if I'm what not if, saying that it, I'm, I'm saying, that,
0: I'm saying that it's something that they need to try to find a way, try to find a way. To get back under control. Because it's now they? happened twice no, who, in the they? last two years. Huh? Who's they? they being the Lakers. They're okay, so, being okay. the so they Lakers. A, PR.
1: Let's let's do a hypothetical. Let's mm-hmm. say before the game, during the game, after the game, whenever, Rob said to uh Matt's agent, hey, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna waive Matt after the game tonight. Mm-hmm. And to try to do a sol- to try to do him a solid. Yeah. Like, tell the agent. To get yeah. It. You can start and working
0: on finding and him then the next
1: agent day. released it. Fine. Why is that on? Why is that on the Lakers?
0: I'm not. I'm, why is I'm that the saying, Lakers
1: need to get something under control?
0: Aaron, I'm saying, I'm not saying that they have to get it under control because that implies they're the only people who can control it. I'm saying it's something that they have to try to get under better control than they have had it over the last two seasons where it has now happened twice. That's all I'm saying. I'm not I'm not angry at the Lakers over this. I'm saying that like their PR team needs to find a way to build better relationships, whether it's with agents, whether it's with uh, other, uh, you know, the media, um, whoever it is, like their PR team needs to find a way to get this under better wraps because like this is now twice that it's happened with the Lakers specifically. And yeah, like, I do pay closer attention to the Lakers. It's like the, it's like the, the, the analogy I use all the time when people are like, well, so, and so like that team over there is doing it. It's like, yeah, I cover this team. It's like my parents used to tell me all the time when I would say like, well, that kid over there is playing on swings that he shouldn't be playing on. And my parents would say like, fuck that kid. I'm, you're my <laughs> your kid. Parents, wait, first of <laughs> all, your parents
1: didn't say, fuck that kid. <laughs> my,
0: my 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 dad was brutally honest. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> my dad would say, like, that kid could, could fall right now. I wouldn't care about it because right. I would help. I would help if he was really badly injured, but you're my kid. Right. You know? No, no, no. My, my <laughs> like point this, in saying The Lakers are the team I'm covering.
1: Is, yeah, no, yes. And I understand that. My point in saying this is not you specifically, but the coverage of this and the outrage is probably too My dad was Michael work.
0: Jordan. Fuck them kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you're less need. Fuck them kids. <laughs> <Yeah>, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, my point in, in saying that is not like, you know, whatever, right? Like I, I get pulled over for speeding and I'm like, hey, what about all those other cars that are speeding? That's not my yeah. point. Well, I got you. My point is th- for the context of it is, the way that it has been presented and outrage is probably too strong of a word that I used. but the way that it has been presented is like the Lakers did Matt Ryan dirty. Mm -hmm. And my point in is the context of it. Like this happens around the NBA uh, literally a hundred times a year. Like it happens all the time. So this isn't like whatever we feel about, Matt Ryan and how he did, was he done dirty? You know, should he be yeah. around? Should he be on the roster? Should he be playing? How did he play? All of that. Fine. But this right. is not like a unique Lakers, like, Oh, the Lakers fucked this up. The Lakers no. did something No, like this is just the NBA. I'm saying that it's something they
0: can try to get under better control. And they, then they have had it now happen to them twice. Right? Like I come from PR, right? Yeah. I had, I, the, <laughs> the top, a uh, priority if you're in PR is to have good, really good relationships with reporters, whether that's, you no, know, in, in my case, it was mostly with local reporters. Um, in this case, it was Shams who leaked it this time. It was Woj who leaked it last time, or, or not leaked it, reported the leak. Um, but if if I was in charge of Lakers PR, I would go out of my way, to build a really good relationship with those two people, Woj and Shams, and and tell them, "Hey, if you get this information, at least let Matt leave the building before we leak it. Can we get is that too much to ask?" Like, and I would talk to the other I would talk no, to other no, reporters. Yes. Yes, it is too yeah. much to ask. And
1: I mean it is well, it is too much. It is their business Matt model. For Matt Ryan, I don't think it I don't, is, like it's not, if for, for, for Matt Ryan, I think I think they the, would say like it's business not business model is exactly what we're doing now. Their business model is getting things out there, hopefully right. They're usually right, hopefully. Yeah. First, usually, but, but I would write like eighty nine percent of the time. But Karen, first, I just That's saw I just saw
0: model. Woj go an entire day and not report a Brooklyn Nets situation because of his relationship with with Sean Marks, or or you know, not because of. I can't say because of, but I I, I can't I can say that he has a really good relationship with Sean Marks and did not report things about that situation. And all I'm saying is that like for PR, your job right there is to build that good of a relationship where you can, you can ask, you can say, Hey, just, just hold off. Just let the dude leave the building. Let him take a shower. Let him get out of here and not get asked about
1: it by, by local reporters. That's not PR. That is, that is, uh,
0: it is literally public relations. No, 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 his no, 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 no. you're
1: saying the Lakers PR team. <laughs> the, the Brooklyn Nets PR team is not why uh, Woj sat on that. If he did sit on it, that's not no. why he did. it's his relationship with the general manager.
0: Sure, but I, I'm, saying that I'm saying that a job, if, in, in my opinion, if with my approach to it, the job is to manage that relationship public relations (laughs) like it's right there in the name part of it
1: no yeah it is. you know
0: and like what what i would say there and and look they don't have to listen they might not listen they might not take you up on you hey look just just and all i'm all i'm asking for is matt ryan's gonna shower he's gonna take 20 minutes he's gonna get out of here it's not like he's gonna be surrounded by a scrum just let this guy leave quietly and then we can report it 20 minutes later that's and if they don't listen then fine. I know that now moving forward and I'll say fuck you to that reporter whenever no, that reporter won't. asks me for for Oh yeah, no, I will.
1: Dude, again, this is what I this you, is what
0: I did. No, you this won't. is like, you need them.
1: This is this is what the game is now. You need them. No,
0: I, again, uh, I don't think I do. How many followers do the Lakers have on Twitter? 8 right? million?
1: Like last I checked? Yeah, 8 I, million something like that.
0: I, I think they're doing just fine if 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 it, if it really comes down to it like if it again this is all I'm saying is this is my approach to my albeit yeah. way smaller job Yeah. but but i do think now that this has happened twice with the lakers in two seasons it is something that they can try to improve now moving forward that's it like so here's it,
1: the here's here's the dirty little secret and why you do need them and why you can't say fuck you to those guys because it the information is a two way street, mm-hmm. and yeah, it, it some of the guys with the you best to p- get your spin out there through those two people. No, no, I, yeah, I mean yes, but also, and you'll hear uh like I'm trying to think who's a good example of this. Windhorse doesn't say this that much. Zach Lowe will say it, um, a bunch. He will say it on his podcast a bunch. If Shams Woj. And Chris, like we're being honest and podcasted more, they may say this. But in addition to wanting you to get be able to get your spin yeah. out there, your version of you're things you're getting information on the other teams. Yeah, they're talking to everybody. Zach Lowe and Winhorse and Shams and Well, et cetera, et cetera, Mark Stein, et cetera. They're talking to everybody around the league. Mm-hmm. And depending on what your relationship with them is like, you may find out nuggets about other people too. Again depending on what those guys have been told, what their relationship is like with wherever the information came from, whatever their relationship is like with whoever they're giving the information to. Uh, So it's like, it is definitely a trust thing, but it is, my point is it is not something that if you are doing your job as somebody in a front office, it doesn't specifically have to be a president or GM, but if you are doing your job, cultivating those relationships for what you can get out of it. And it sounds like nefarious and transactional, which some of it is, but the dirty little, but the dirty little secret is like, there are things, there are things to be gained and there are edges to be had Mm -hmm. because of those relationships, because of what you can find out about other teams that you wouldn't otherwise. So I don't think, you know, I don't think let's say somebody in the Lakers organization said, hey, Shams, like, can you let this dude shower? And if he doesn't listen, then you can say, "Well, fuck you. I'm not dealing with you." I don't think that is to do the job to the best of your ability. I don't think that's a decision you can make. Those guys are a necessary evil because of no. I again the way I, of the I, world now. I would I would say I,
0: I wouldn't like when it comes to that reporter right, whether especially at that level of reporting where it's Sean's, where it's Woj, and they have information on other teams. Um. I would store it in the back of my head and I would say, all right, I know that now. Cool. Noted. Cause like, yeah, they have a lot of power here too, but I'm also the Los Angeles effing Lakers. <laughs> so like, I'm, if I'm, if I'm head of power, it's about infor- you know, like, like, it is,
1: it's an information. It's, it's a two way
0: suite. Like you just said, yeah. it's a two way street. And I'm saying that like, you know, all right, fine. my My side of the street has a pothole now, you know? <laughs> we're not fixing it. Um, Yeah, I I just, you know, and and again, like, as you have said, and, and, and it's absolutely fair and objectively true that it didn't necessarily come from the Lakers. I can't say that definitively, that it came out from the Lakers there. All I'm saying is that, like, you know, it's now happened twice. And if it happens again, like twice, you know, once, it's an accident, right? Twice. Is a trend three times? It's a fucking problem, and I and I think it, it that is that is where some stuff needs to be revisited in house a little bit more closely than, than so it currently So I will is. say,
1: I again, I've said this before. Do I know everything that happens before it happens? No. Do I know a lot of stuff that's going to happen before it happens? Sure. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know that Matt was getting cut before he mm-hmm. got. You know, I I learned from those the tweets also. Yeah. So if it was like going around and if it was uh, Rob telling everybody that it, that was going to happen and that's where the leak was, that would surprise me because I'm not saying I would be the first person to know, but I would be on the list of people that would probably know. Yeah. So I suspect in this case, I do not suspect that's where it came from. Also the fact that the person that broke it is the person that broke the story um, is indicative. Also it, it, it's not like definitive, but it is indicative of where that leak probably came from. Yeah. And in this case, I do not suspect it was the Lakers. And like, in some ways it does benefit the
0: agent to get some additional sympathy out there Correct. for his client. Um, just like it behooves Frank Vogel's agent to get some sympathy out there for his client. Um, and that maybe is one place where maybe you have a better relationship with that agent so that you say hey like this is a cheap way to get some 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 sympathy that no other team is is dealing with now as regularly as we are what what's going on here again i'm just i'm just saying that it's something that the lakers can try to improve on that's it and it not not i'm not hammering them i don't think it's some terrible mistake that they will never be able to recover from i just think it's something that they can, they can like it's, it's also like everybody's jobs to constantly re- look at and re-look at ways that they can get better at their jobs. And this is just one other example of that here with the Lakers. Um, all right. I think that's going to do it here for this episode of The Hook. These episodes here, this week's episodes here on the Silver Screen Roll Podcast Network. Thank you all for everybody who tuned in live to this, not just now, but also last night for the conversation that Aaron and Jacob had. Um, and, and then, you know, for everybody who is listening, listened, like well, our numbers just keep going up. I think our November numbers were up 81% year over mm. year from last year. Um, so shouts to the, to the, to, to yes, everybody who is, who is Absolutely. helping us with that.
1: Um, you're making me look this way better. This team is objectively more management. fun, by the way, this team is objectively like more fun to root for than last year's team too. The vibes are better
0: for yeah. sure. Yep. The, the vibes are, yeah, I would, I would agree. Um, we'll see how tonight goes. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to to it. I think it's going to be a fascinating game, and uh, we will be there to cover it afterwards. Uh, I believe Raj is going to be doing his spaces, so we'll be there to to talk about that with you guys as well. So until then, I'm Anthony Irwin. That was Aaron Larsoul. This has been the Hook. We'll talk to you guys next. Week.